It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Molson Coors says the gunman who killed five employees at its Milwaukee brewery Wednesday before apparently killing himself was an active brewery employee. Milwaukee police had said earlier that the gunman had been fired earlier in the day before returning with a stolen employee name tag. The 51-year-old shooter entered the brewery with a silenced gun, according to police, killing five other brewery employees before committing suicide. More than 1,000 employees work at the brewery campus. Pope Francis is expressing his closeness with coronavirus-inflicted patients as he hugged and kissed people in the crowd. Vatican visitor Jane Hodgson says she's not worried about the virus. Because there are other things that you have to be careful of. I'm more afraid of drivers here than coronavirus. (laughs) The worst outbreak of COVID-19 outside of Asia is in Italy with more than 400 cases and at least 12 deaths. At his weekly audience at the Vatican, the pontiff gave support to patients and the health care workers treating them. He kissed a few of the children and hugged more than a dozen others. During his Ash Wednesday homily, the Pope urged Catholics to turn off the TV and to open the Bible. Lawmakers have moved forward with a bill that makes lynching a federal hate crime. The House overwhelmingly approved the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act on Wednesday. California Democrat Karen Bass says it's a travesty. It's taken more than a century to address lynching, adding it's terrorism directed at African Americans. One independent and three Republicans voted against the bill. And actress Lori Loughlin wants a delay in her trial date over charges in the massive college admissions cheating scandal. The Full House star and her husband, fashion designer Massimo Giannulli, say new evidence shows that the ringleader of the admissions scam claims federal investigators badgered him into lying. The evidence emerged in the case of another parent who's being tried. In notes taken from the phone of the scam's mastermind, he suggests that he told his clients they were paying donations to schools instead of bribes. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. Over 95% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2019 Nielsen Report limitations apply. We're off to Austria and Germany with a holiday vacations farm tour. We'll visit Oberammergau's passion play done only once every 10 years. We'll visit Hitler's eagle's nest, Dachau, the prison camp. We'll also visit Salzburg and Innsbruck, Neuschwanstein Castle and the Bavarian Alps. We'll visit farms and cheese plants, take a cogwheel railroad to the top of the mountains. Call holiday vacations to get on our trip August 3rd through the 11th. Call them at 1-800-826-2266. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Oh, to be able to travel with Bob to see that passion play that's put on once only 10 years. Wow. Get signed up with Bob for that if you can because that's quite a trip. 21 degrees here in Eau Claire. Lacrosse has 21. Marshfield's at 17. Green Bay's at 11. Rice Lake has 23. Wausau has 15, 24 in Madison, and it's 23 in Milwaukee. Up on Iman Ridge, my beautiful weather reporter there says it's 18 degrees. The sunshine is expected to return today, but the cold is also expected to stay around at least for today and tomorrow. 
Things will warm up on Saturday with temperatures up into the 40s to greet March on Sunday morning. Today we're looking at a high of 25 and a low of 7. Tomorrow a high of 28, a low of 9. And on Saturday a high of 35 and a low of 25. Access an unbeatable selection of audio titles on the go with the Audible app. Your first listen is free. Get started at audible.com. Equity Livestock at Stratford will have a special dairy sale on Friday, February 28th at 10.30 a.m. Complete milking herd dispersal sale of 150 high-production, very high-quality Holstein dairy cows. All AI breeding, parlor-free stall adapted. Full vaccination program with complete herd health. Cows are giving 100 to 140 pounds. Herd average is 72 pounds, 3.8 butterfat, 3.4 protein, and an SCC of 120. There also will be a special dairy sale on Tuesday, March 3rd at 11 a.m. Complete herd dispersal of 44 dairy cows. Not pushed. 4.42 butterfat, 3.4 protein, 120 SCC. Registered Holstein bull used. Full vaccination and herd health program. Give Equity Livestock a call at 715-687-4101. That's 715-687-4101. For advanced consignment, Check equitycoop.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Five minutes past five bells here at Wax 104.5. Rural Insurance is bringing us the markets this morning. The Midwest markets, the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 113 and a half to 120 and a quarter with mixed 98 to 113. Fed beef heifers are at 111 to 120 with mixed 80 to 110. Fed Holstein steers 85 to 95 with select and choice 60 to 84. Cows are at 40 to 69. Bulls at 65 to 83. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 35 and down. Sows are at 20 to 23 and boars 6 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 141 to 170, and feeder lambs are at 135 to 230. On the livestock futures, live cattle for February is at 114.07, that's down 95 cents. April 112.35, down 60. June 105.02, down 77. And August 104.97, down 42. Feeder cattle for March are at 134 even, that's up 110. April 135.97, that's up 185. May 136.87, that's up a buck seven. August at 143.62 is down is up 15. And September at 145.30 is up a dime. Lean hogs for April are at 65.15, that's up 47. May 72.17, up 20. June 8040 up 70 and July 8160 up 80. Oh, first look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday steady at 159. 40 pound blocks also steady at 176. Grade AA butter was down one at 172. And the class three futures. February is down two at 1701. March down six at 1647. April down 21 at 1618. And May down 17 at 1630. And those prices are down through the rest of 2020. 
Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. It's looking like an early spring, and that means camping season is coming soon. Country RV is gearing up for their 22nd annual RV show and open house March 6th through the 15th. Start your camper shopping at Country RV. From fifth wheels and travel trailers to park models and destination trailers, Country RV has it. Enjoy discounts on accessories, meet factory reps, and see what Country RV has to offer. Don't miss this 10-day event at Country RV March 6th through the 15th, just north of Chippewa Falls on Highway B in Tilden. Details online at CountryRVW. Or find them on Facebook. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. You need agronomy help in the Augusta, Eau Claire area? ANJ Agronomy is the organization for you. And Jody Wilhelm is with us now from ANJ Agronomy. And Jody, tell me a little bit more about ANJ Agronomy as far as what products and services that you offer, and how big an area do you cover? We offer um, all kinds of seed, actually. This year was kind of a crazy year for prevent plants, so um, we offer corn and soybeans, and we can get tough grass and sorghum sudan and sorghum, so pretty much anything you're looking for uh, seed-wise we can accommodate. Um, we sell chemical, and we also do crop consulting uh, and soil sampling, and the area we cover, um, we custom spray about 15 miles around Fall Creek. But uh, for seed and chemical and crop consulting, we pretty much will go anywhere. And Jody, one of the seed lines that you do handle, Alpharex. How long have you been having Alpharex in your lineup? And what's been the response of farmers to their satisfaction with it? Uh, we've handled Alpharex for about four years. Um, and farmers really like it. In fact, we have uh, one farm in Chippewa, and she's had to cut down the protein that she's been supplementing in her feed because the Hygest 360 um, has higher protein. So she's been able to cut back. Um, it has really good genetics. Uh, this year was a really wet year, and it has uh, resistance to Aphenomyces race 1 and 2. And with heavier ground, that's really important to keep a healthy stand. So there is demand for it. So what about seed availability in 2020 from uh, ANJ Agronomy? Are you going to have enough? We will have enough. Um, we, uh, we've we never had trouble with availability before. Um, so we'll we'll have enough seed for anybody who wants any for um, any of the L4XL alpha. All right, Jody, thank you. That's uh, Jody Wilhelm with ANJ Agronomy in the Fall Creek, Augusta area, an Alpha Rex dealer. Do you know the secret? We know the secret. Hello, I'm Dan, and I lost 70 pounds and over 50 inches. And my wife mentioned I don't snore anymore, and it's been years since I've been in this pant size, and I know the secret. Hi, my name is Brenda, and I lost over 85 pounds and over 55 inches. And I could never dress this way before, and I know the secret. Hi, I'm Dr. Justin Scheer, D.C., with Eau Claire Weight Loss and I know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. My unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, 
get healthy and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points or calories, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no HCG, no surgery, and no hypnosis, call my office now at 715-502-4748 or visit weknowthesecret.com. We know the secret. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 21 degrees here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. As we continue rolling with the morning chores, let's have a look at some of the farm news around the countryside. Wisconsin's annual agronomy research book has been made available. University of Wisconsin officials yesterday announced that the 2019 Corn Agronomy Research Report, known as the Gold Book, is available online. That report covers Wisconsin research done last year on cultural systems and management systems for corn. It's available at the website corn.agronomy.wisc.edu. That's corn.agronomy.wisc.edu. More flexibility is needed in federal lending regulations to allow farmers to receive operating loans, according to one of Wisconsin's U.S. senators, Senator Tammy Baldwin, a Democrat, yesterday joined Republican South Dakota Senator John Thune in a letter to federal regulators to say local banks and credit unions are being restricted in their regulatory lending ability to farmers, even though those institutions are positioned to get loans they need to get by. The matter is important, the senator said, to help farmers get through these challenging times, The letter says that, though cash flows might be tight, many producers are in healthy equity positions and lending institutions should be able to use sound judgment in making loans until that farm economy rebounds. Baldwin noted that Wisconsin last year again led the nation in farm bankruptcies. The country's largest gathering of organic farmers starts today in La Crosse, The Midwest Organic Farming Conference, presented by the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, will run through Sunday at the La Crosse Center. The theme of this year's conference is Where Farmers Grow. And here's another reminder that tomorrow is the deadline for applications for the WAX Pat Kelleher Scholarship, presented by Wisconsin Credit Union. The scholarship is for students planning to concentrate on ag-related programs at Wisconsin's two-year or four-year colleges and university. The application is at the website 20inarowwax.com. The recipient will be named March 9th during the Wax Farmers Appreciation Dinner at Bowman's Country Air Supper Club near Stratford. And tomorrow also, by the way, is the end of the sign-up period for the Conservation Reserve Program for 2020. So if you're planning to put acres into that Conservation Reserve Program again, you need to get a hold of your FSA office in your county and get signed up or at least make an appointment for that sign-up period. Again, that ends tomorrow. Our scholarship application period ends tomorrow and the Conservation Reserve Program uh, sign-up for 2020 ends tomorrow. 
The Man Who Fooled Scientists is coming to St. Croix Casino, Turtle Lake. Banachek presents Banachek's Telepathy, a dinner show, Saturday, April 11th. The world's greatest mind reader, known for his works with Chris Angel, David Blaine, and Penn and & Teller, will be in Turtle Lake for one intimate evening, Saturday, April 11th. Don't miss Banachek in Turtle Lake. Tickets are on sale now for just $20 and include dinner. Visit GoPlayWin.com. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 minutes past 5 at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Some more reminders. That big dinner benefit supporting the national champion Dunn County 4-H dairy judging team will be happening on the 29th. That's Saturday at Dean and Sue's Bar and Grill over in Menominee. They'll be having a social hour 4 to 5 p.m. and dinner at 5 p.m. And a silent auction also will open at 4 p.m. and close at 7 p.m. Again, that Dunn County 4-H dairy judging team earned the title of national champions last fall at World Dairy Expo, and they've now earned the right to represent the United States in international competition in Scotland this summer. And uh, they need your help. They need some funds. So get over to that. Dinner benefit, supporting the national champion Dunn County 4-H dairy judging team. Spaghetti dinner, $10 on the 29th, 5 p.m. the dinner starts. And can't forget the Black River Falls FFA is organizing a shoe drive to benefit Jackson County's animal shelter during this national FFA week. Shoes can be in any condition and be of any type, including dress, sneakers, boots, and sandals. They do need to be in pairs. The a company pays the shelter for the shoes. And they're either renovated or recycled to benefit people in third world countries. Uh, con- collection containers are at Black River Falls High School and Middle School, Scholz's Ace Hardware Home Center, and Tyson's Home Farm and Auto in Black River Falls. Well, I mentioned this is the big week. It starts today. The Midwest Organic Farmers Conference. Over at the Lacrosse Center in Lacrosse, we've been telling you about some of the big award winners. We're going to tell you about another one today. Man, oh man, we have got a lot going on this week. It is National FFA Week, and we have also got the Moses Conference going on in Lacrosse, which is North America's largest organic farming conference. It's Josh Gramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Now, today kicks off Moses's Organic College, which is very exciting. And Caitlin, you're over there in Lacrosse. You're covering the conference. What have you got going on over there? That's right, Josh. This is Caitlin at the southwestern end of the world's longest barn in Lacrosse. And Loretta Livingston from the Bad River Band of Lake Superior Chippewa and Joe Schlievely of UW Extension came together to re-educate tribal members on wild foods and cultures. And this is a unique topic to Wisconsin. And so they're being honored at Moses as change makers. I prior to this position was involved on a volunteer basis. That's Loretta Livingston. She's a Bad River Food Sovereignty Program Coordinator. So it's probably been pretty much an effort in this community for about seven years. In the beginning, there was a committee that was established by community members and the staff was only part-time at that time. We talked about what food sovereignty meant, what was currently 
part of the program itself. And we also explored the possibility of forming a nonprofit entity in order to have more control over the day-to-day aspects of this whole effort. It's going to be three years since I've been in this position, and it's been a learning experience for me. My background was just an amateur gardener in my backyard, elderly program, but I was also interested in what was going on over here. Part of my vision for it was to just get people reconnected with the land around them, because I think we as a people have a history of growing our own food, having gardens, using traditional medicines, consuming traditional foods like venison, fish. We've had a generation or so that hasn't been a big part of their life. When they come to our events here, they're always commenting on how good everything tastes. I tell them that's because we've grown it here. It's fresh. It just has so much more nutritional value, so much more flavor. I'm trying to get people in the community involved in growing their own food. And do you see this program expanding in the future? We're really limited by the labor that we have. We have the potential to get bigger by applying for some USDA grants or other grants that would provide funding for, say, labor and materials and equipment. We have the option of growing in that direction already. The tribe owns approximately 80 acres, about a half an hour outside the reservation boundaries. There was a small farm that was willed to the tribe, so we have that. That is something that's been on the table for many years. But there hasn't been a definite move towards making that land into a bigger farming operation. So we could go that direction or just expand what we're doing here. For this coming growing season, we're going to be constructing four community gardens in addition to what we have here. And the reason that we're able to go in that direction is that we have a part-time person that's funded through Joy's program. And then we're awarded a small grant that's going to support another part-time worker for us this year. We're soliciting interest on the part of community members to commit to a plot in these community gardens, and that'll produce food for those families that are committed. We will be providing materials, expertise. Our part-time people are probably going to be in charge of regular contact with those community gardens. Loretta works closely with UW Extension Tribal Educator Joy Shelby, who brings a different set of skills and resources to the table. My role really is to engage youth in the programs that we do. It's a wonderful, wonderful program. I've been fortunate enough to be a part of this program in some of its early days where it was a smaller program. And I would say since Loretta's leadership, things have just blossomed in this beautiful way. There's a lot of positive energy here. The community is really excited about it. The children love being a part of what's going on here. The Bad River Food Sovereignty Program is both a community food system development project as well as an educational program. And I think that's really unique because what happens here is small-scale organic food production in two high-tunnel greenhouses, several outdoor gardens, a small orchard, and many of our outdoor gardens focus on perennial tea plants for medicines to address some of our modern health issues. Ojibwe have a long history of using plant medicines from the landscape. So we also host wild plant harvest preparation activities, and we have integrated in the last couple of years several physical activity components, such as a downhill ski program for youth and a Bagatawewin game, which is the traditional Ojibwe lacrosse. 
I feel, and I know that Loretta and I share this, that being physically active and being outside and being closer to the land is a way to restore vitality, physical, mental, spiritual health. Although all of our Dine and Learn events, those are evening programs which focus on particular food topics. They focus on traditional Ojibwe foods or medicines, and we invite in community teachers to lead some of those sessions. All of those events are open to everyone. There are many multi-generational events here, and we do have a certain track that's specific for youth. This year, it's exciting. We have two high tunnels. One was serving as an education and production tunnel, and we've come to learn that's a challenge to share space for those two purposes. So now we will have two of our tunnels in full production. We've added a third tunnel for education so that we can continue the type of education that we do here with youth where they can really get their hands in the soil and there can be a lot of lyrical and kid-like elements in the garden. We can also continue to learn how to produce food to serve people in that river. The food that we grow in our greenhouses is distributed across the community. Serves elders at their dining program. Head Start youth eat some of our food. The Boys and Girls Club kids who are part of the program take home produce. We've had a small farmer's market. We initiated selling some of our produce at the grocery store in the community. We're really learning where are the avenues of distribution and restoring knowledge about why it is important to eat fresh food. We also do a lot of food preservation here, and the focus on the teas has been an avenue that we've put energy into because the community is quite receptive to that and it's so connected with traditional plant knowledge and plant medicine knowledge. So we've done a lot of harvest and drying and processing of teas. And then we do a lot of canning, hydrating. We make apple cider. We do a big gleaning project every year where we glean up the field orchards and then bring those apples back and process them. And now as recognized change makers, do you have any advice for others who might be working in agriculture? It's a wonderful recognition of the work that we do here. I think that you just do what feels right for you in your community. I'm happy to receive this award, but the term change maker <laughs> kind of threw me because I'm just doing what I want to do, what I think is right. So if that's change making, that's wonderful. Sometimes the expectation of measured success is not always matching up with the real success that you see. It isn't always about as, as many people as possible that get exposed to your program or language like economic development being a marker of success. You know, we are not motivated to develop a business. We are motivated by helping families and children and people feel better and come back together and share experiences around food and around plants that heal the soul. I think sometimes those measurements are a burden for people who are on the path of doing real change in their lives and in their communities. Don't be shaken by some of the expected measures of success. We've found that if we have an event attended by a handful of people, and those handful of people leave here feeling better with more knowledge and with greater food security or feel empowered by the ability to maintain their own health or to help themselves in times of sickness, that that is a huge success. Everyone is connected. We trust that if we can help someone feel that way, that they will help someone else feel that way. In regard to the Changemakers Award, I would mirror what Loretta said and also very validating as we continue to do this work, our mission and vision and the values that we follow as we 
restore health in this community. It is based on a foundation of values and a deep understanding that restoring our relationship with plants and the land is really the way that people will heal. There's so much that we're up against with industrialized agriculture and industrialized pharmaceuticals. Our society, you know, facing these big illnesses with physical well-being and our mental and spiritual health and the climate and all of these things that we're up against. So sometimes it feels like although we are in fact making change, those changes are small in the face of some of the other things going on. So that's why it's wonderful to be able to go to Moses and see this whole array of farmers and community leaders and change makers. Thank you to Loretta and Joy. And if you miss our other interviews with the other individuals awarded as changemakers, you can catch them on our website at MidwestFarmReport.com. Those changemakers are being honored tonight, and I'll be bringing you coverage from the Moses Conference. It's expected to bring more than 3,000 visitors to La Crosse Center this weekend. From the southwestern end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. It's really an incredible conference. If you've never been down there, go on down there. There's a lot to see and learn and hear about. And speaking of learning things, we're going to be learning from Rocky Olson over at Premier Livestock with you right after this. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professional at Central Livestock. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Heading on to half past five here at the Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Scott rolling with the morning chores and I have Rocky Olson on from Premier Livestock over at Withy. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. Hey, nice and crisp out there again this morning, huh? Yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. Did you get some hay sold yesterday or, or not? We, we had a ton of hay. We sold over 3,000 bales. Well, bet you're going to tell tell us all about it right now. Yes, I will. <laughs> thank, uh, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you, Scott. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, this is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock at a very big dairy sale. Uh, selling 325 head of dairy cattle with two herd dispersals. Uh, the better quality fresh cows sold from 1200 to 1550. Uh, many other good milk cows and spring and heifers selling from 850 to 12 and a quarter. Uh, we did sell over 85 springing heifers. Uh, many top quality springing heifers selling 950 to 14. Uh, the planter cows and springing heifers 850 and down. Uh, yesterday, uh, we also did sell, like I said at the top, over 3,000 bales of hay. One of our biggest hay sales uh, this last past year. Year. Uh, we sold most of the grass hay from forty to ninety dollars per bale. Alfalfa from ninety to one hundred and eighty dollars per bale. Uh, grass hay uh, definitely been cheaper uh, the last several weeks. If you're looking for hay, make sure to get in on that. We do it every Wednesday at nine thirty a.m. This Friday, 
Uh, we are having the special one-owner herd dispersal here for the Seapress family out of Stratford, Wisconsin. That's going to be held right here at Premier Livestock. That's going to be this Friday, tomorrow, uh, 11 o'clock a.m. We're selling 200 head uh, dispersal. All the cows, all the heifers, uh, there's going to be 95 cows in the milking herd. Uh, they're going to be averaging 85 pounds, under 100 somatic cell count, no TMR, lots of top cows into the 100. Uh, they sell on test. We just got them tested, uh, plus all the heifers, and that's going to be calves through Springers. 50 years of AI breeding through select sires, the top sires of the breed represented in this herd. Excellent cattle. We have a full catalog on our website. Uh, we have pictures and we have videos on our website. So check that out. We'll see the folks on Friday. Uh, we also have free pie and ice cream for everybody for the sea breast dispersal. Uh, next week at uh, Premier, we're going to have our special bread stock cow feeder cattle auction. We're expecting 500 to 700 head. That's on Tuesday. Uh, then Wednesday, dairy cattle auction. we got a herd of 100 parlor freestall cows, 22 registered fresh heifers uh, that are averaging 92 pounds. Just top-notch heifers are coming from Legacy Farms. Uh, we also have 14 fresh two-year-olds from Utterfold Dairy. Questions? Give us a call at Premier. Uh, 715-229-2500 or check our website uh, that's at premier livestock and auctions.com and that's the way it shaped up scott all right rocky well thanks for another good week we'll talk to you monday all right sounds great thanks rocky olson over at premier livestock at withy and let's look at some of the local and state news there are a lot of answers about the shooting at the molson Coors plant in Milwaukee that won't come out for a few days. Milwaukee police last night said they will not release the names of the five people who were killed in the shooting nor or the name of the gunman who took his own life for the next 24 to 48 hours. Workers at the plant say a co-worker is the one who started shooting. Milwaukee police searched a few homes on the city's northwest side last night that might be tied to the shooter. The head of Molson Coors said people who survived yesterday's shooting at the plant are all family. CEO Gavin Hattersley yesterday said the company is closing the offices at the brewery for the rest of the week and will close the brewery for the time being. Hattersley said the shooting that left five workers and the gunman dead yesterday is an unthinkable uh, tragedy. He described the man who opened fire as an active employee. Governor Tony Evers is calling the shooting at Molson Coors a senseless act of violence. The governor spoke to reporters last night near the brewery where the shooting happened. He said the entire Milwaukee community is grappling with yet another act of gun violence that will long have, term, uh, have long-term consequences. The governor didn't offer or ask for any specific remedies to the problem. The fight over Wisconsin's surplus isn't ending. Governor Evers yesterday vetoed the Republican-backed plan to spend $250 million of that surplus on tax, on a tax cut. The governor wants to spend the money on public schools. Evers said he's willing to compromise, but said he will not accept anything from Republicans that doesn't spend more money on special education and mental health education across the state. Well, it's a bit dark out there because we're just into that waxing gibbous moon coming up here. And it's keeping things a little cool. I don't know how cool it's going to stay today and tomorrow, but we'll find that out from our guy at Skywarn 13. Good morning, sir. Good morning. 
How cold is it going to be today, and well, when will it warm up? Well, it's going to be a, a colder-than-average day, nothing brutally cold by any means uh, for the last few days of February. We should normally be about 33. I think we're going to fall in the mid-20s today. Uh, we still have a lot of clouds, and actually that's held temperatures up a little bit overnight, keeping uh, temperatures in the upper teens right now. But uh, these clouds will be breaking up as we get in the late morning and early afternoon hours, so we'll call for partly cloudy skies this afternoon. Should get up to about 25. We'll get partly cloudy skies tonight. There might actually be a few flurries around midnight or so, uh, but it's going to be a cold night as we'll see some clearing toward tomorrow morning. We'll dip down to 7. A lot of sunshine in our forecast tomorrow, 28. Then the warm-up comes in this weekend. Probably cloudy skies Saturday, 36, with a wind out of the south. It's going to be kind of a breezy Sunday, but since it's coming out of the south, really going to warm us up up to about 45 with partly cloudy skies to end the weekend. Right now in Eau Claire, we do have cloudy skies, temperature at 19. I'm Sky Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Okay, Kelly, now you're the master of these. You, you know all, so well, I don't know you're going to be able to tell me. Okay, so it's nice and warm on Sunday. Right. But it's going to be windy. A little bit breezy. Yeah. Okay, that means March comes in like a warm lion, right? Um, I guess, uh, well, I don't know. Is that a warm lion or a warm lamb? It's going to be quiet. I guess the wind, I don't know, maybe it's a baby <laughs> cub, a, a lion cub. A, a cub? Yeah. It's pretty we'll weak lion, that's for sure. <laughs> We'll go with a cub. It's going to come in like a cub. There you go. Sounds good to me. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Kelly. Sounds good. That's Kelly Slifka over at Skywarn 13. Hey, let's go go to some of the markets. Let's go over to Barron Equity to hear the latest about the latest sales there. Casey has that report. High yielding choice Holstein steer sold from 87.50 to 92.25. Choice Holstein steers sold from eighty fifty to eighty seven twenty five, and unfinished steers and heifers sold from seventy nine and down. Cold cows today we topped out at sixty two fifty, with the top twenty percent selling from fifty five to sixty two, sixty percent sold from forty four fifty to fifty four fifty, and the bottom twenty percent was selling from forty three and down. Cold bulls were selling from seventy to eighty. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from fifty to eighty five. We topped out at a hundred. Light and poor quality calves are selling from 40 and down. Raising your own poultry can be great fun for the entire family. And now's the perfect time to get started or add a few more to your flock. Because Chick Days are going on now at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Get Chick started with a Farm Innovators Baby Chick Starter Home. It's $18.99. Keep chicks comfortable with pine wood shavings from Guardian, priced at $4.59. Mana Pro Duck Starter Grower or Layer Feed, your choice, $5.99. 25-pound bags of kid or lamb milk replacer, your choice, just $39.99. And stock up on 40-pound bags of NatureWise Chick Starter, priced at $12.99. Or 50-pound bags of Agrimaster Chick Starter Poultry Feed, priced at $12.39. Rewards members get a free 3-ounce bag of Chick Boost Probiotics with purchase. Not a rewards member? Sign up for free in-store, online, or on the Farm and Fleet mobile app. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before six bells here at Wax 104.5 and that Midwest Farm Report. Let's go over to the equity barren market for the latest from Rod Knutson, and then we'll be hearing from Jerry Fitzgerald over at Stratford. The slaughter mark today steady the week with 20% of the cows at 58 to 65 and a half, 60% of the cows at 50 to 58, 
and 20% of the cows at 50 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls, 70 to 80. We topped at 86 with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 68 and down. Fed cattle market lower with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, $1.14 to $1.20. We topped at $1.2175. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at $1 to $1.14. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 92 to $1.00. Your choice overnight Holstein steers 85 to 90. Your choice Holstein steers 75 to 85 with your standard to select steers and heifers at 75 and down. Replacement calf market steady to week with the top Holstein bull calves at 50 to 85 cents a pound. Heifer calves at 10 to 30 and the good beef fat calves at $1.25 to $1.75 a pound. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market as part of. Thank you, Rod. And we have Jerry Fitzgerald on the phone over at the Stratford Equity Market. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Scott, and a very good morning to you. And, uh, well, we're getting closer to March and closer to warm weather. I like the weather forecast. But, yeah, uh, coming in like a cub. That's what we're going to call it. Kelly, oh, Kelly coming in like said, a cub, huh? Let's come in <laughs> well, like a cub. It's going to be warm but windy, so that's a cub. We'll call oh, okay, it well, uh, uh, well, we could talk about political campaigns, but we better yeah, not go there. Yeah, uh, we won't go there. Tell us about the market over at Stratford, though, Jer. All right, we can tell the folks about that, Scott. Thank you very much. And a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. Uh, a brief summary on the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, lighter weight beef steers and heifers, uh, yesterday's auction. We're selling mostly from $1.06 to $1.37. Heavier beef steers and heifers selling in a range mostly from 95 $1.27. Holstein feeder steers, about all weights of Holsteins uh, in that range from 65 to 85 and a half. And again, do keep in mind uh, cattle that are horned, non vaccinated, non weaned, uh, they will be selling below these prices. All right, now we're going to move into the market auction yesterday. Uh, cow market yesterday on a steady to weak tone, higher yielding, fleshy utility cows on yesterday's sale, selling from 55 to 63 and a half. Most of the cows on yesterday's sale, your average dairy cows are selling from 42 to 54. These thin cows, poor-yielding late carcass cows, $42 and below. On the bull trade yesterday, better quality bulls selling mostly from 70 to 79.5. Lighter weight bulls, 65 and back. Now on the fat cattle trade, your choice grading Holstein steers, uh, mostly from uh, 81 to 91. High-yielding choice Holsteins from 91 to 93 and a half. And your select grading cattle, underfinished cattle, 78 and below. A weaker market on Holstein bull calves yesterday as compared to earlier in the week. The better quality bull calves on yesterday's auction weighing 85, 220 pounds, 40 to 95. Calves continue to sell uh, very limited demand, $30 and below. Beef calves on yesterday's sale, 100 to 210. Now, a busy week continues here in Stratford today, Scott. We get underway this morning at 11 o'clock with the market auction. We'll sell those baby calves around 1230 this afternoon. And don't forget, big dairy sale tomorrow here in Stratford, folks. Uh, do keep this in mind. If, again, just a very good opportunity for you folks to add some very top-quality cows to your herd. Complete milking dispersal tomorrow, 150 cows, high-quality Holstein cows, Again, full AI breeding program. Uh, again, very nice components on these cows. The herd average is 72 pounds, but a lot of cows are milking over 100 pounds. Uh, very respectable 3.8 butterfat, 3.4 protein somatic is running at 124. And we'll have an up-to-date test for that sale tomorrow. Catalog's available. So if you want a catalog for that sale tomorrow, give us a call. 
Uh, if you want to look through it today, 715-687-4101, or you can pick one up early tomorrow. And, again, that sale will be tomorrow, Friday, starting at uh, 1030. Restaurant, of course, will be open. And also tomorrow, if you folks are uh, not particularly looking for cows, we do have a consignment of some just fresh Holstein heifers. And these are loose-housed heifers, so keep that in mind for that. And do also keep in mind we do have another dairy sale coming up on Tuesday, next Tuesday, March 3rd. Complete herd dispersal on that sale next week. So, again, a lot of dairy cattle being offered in the next couple of weeks here in Stratford. And if you've got any questions, again, call us up, 715-687-4101. And, of course, all this on our website. So, Scott, a busy week is continuing. And I know you're busy this morning, too, so I'll turn it back to you. And, oh, I guess uh, we turn the clocks not this week, next week, right? Uh, probably next week. And I'm... I don't know if I'm excited about it, but it is what it is. We'll do it. All right, Jerry, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good, and I thank you. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. It's a Wisconsin tradition, so start spreading the word. Whether you've been farming a little while or all your life, it's time to celebrate and see just what's new with Wisconsin's oldest tradition. Join us for the 57th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 3rd and 4th at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. Free admission with special events going on both days. Don't miss this event to celebrate Wisconsin's oldest tradition, the 57th Annual Eau Claire Farm Show, March 3rd and 4th, with free admission from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days at the Chippewa Valley Expo Center. At Holiday, every cup of coffee is ground fresh right when you want it. Starting at 99 cents at your participating holiday. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 16 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we have Michelle on from Tureen Livestock over at Thorpe. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Scott. How are you doing today? Bundle Not up? too bad in yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's more the wind. The sun really does make everything it, it, it's so much stronger now, and it makes everything feel warm, but the wind is what catches you. Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. So how did the market go last night? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, February 26th, entering my stock market in the Slavic market, we tapped at 63 and a half with a consignment by Schmidt Family Farms. It's Schmidt Family Farm Enterprises approved. 86% of the cows took from 50 and above. Market cows were 53 to 63. Low yielding cows 46 to 56. Thin and weak cows 45 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime 80 to 91. Selects were 78 and down. For the beef type steers and heifers, choice 92 to 108. Selects were 87 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 60 to 78 with utilities at 58 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from 40 to $100 per head. We topped at 102 with a consignment by Triple B Dairy of Thorpe. Light and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer cows were 10 to $45 per head. Beef cows, 60 to 200 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs, there was no test. Sales were 18 to 28, fours were 10 and down. Our next sale will be Monday, March 2nd. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call to the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget, check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the Citroen Livestock, your family owned an operating market. Have a great day. Thank you, Michelle, and we'll talk with you next week. And actually, the big guy's going to be back next week, so be ready. Oh, he's back. Yeah, 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 he
is going to be coming back from his little vacation, huh? Yep. <laughs> we'll let him back in the barn again. There you go. Yep. We'll talk to you next week, Michelle. Thank you so much. Take care. That's Michelle over at Turin Livestock at Thorpe. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned, community-minded, Synergy Co-op. At Menominee Street Dental of Eau Claire, the most important smile to us is yours. Hi. I'm Dr. Pepper of Menominee Street Dental. We know that a great smile takes more than just brushing and flossing. It takes good nutrition, healthy habits, and regular, proper dental care. It takes a plan, and that's where we come in. Let's sit down and work on a plan together. It needs to be affordable and effective to make sure that you enjoy a lifetime of healthy smiles. Menominee Street Dental, online at msdsmile.com. Rooter Ware is proud to exhibit at this year's Eau Claire Farm Show on Tuesday, March 3rd and Wednesday, March 4th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days. For 100 years, Rooter Ware has served as trusted advisors and legal counsel to generations of producers and businesses serving the industry. Services include succession planning, employment law, real estate, and tax. Find them online at RooterWare.com. See you at the Eau Claire Farm Show on Tuesday, March 3rd and Wednesday, March 4th from 9 a.m to 3.30 p.m. both days. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Heading toward the milk house here with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Scott with you at 12 minutes before 6. We have Jerry Clark, uh, the Chippewa County UW Ag Extension agent in the barn. But first, let me... Take a look at the morning markets. March corn is down two at three sixty nine. March oats up one at two eighty. Soybeans for March down two at eight seventy nine. And soybean meal for March is at two hundred eighty nine dollars and eighty cents a ton. That's down a dollar fifty. March wheat down two at five thirty eight. The country elevator prices: corn at Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek is at three thirty three. Beans are at Eight ten at those locations. Osseo has corn at three thirty eight and beans at eight ten. Stevens Point beans are at eight oh three. Elk Mound has corn at three forty four and beans at eight eighteen. Sparta corns three thirty five and beans eight ten. Ellsworth has corn three twenty five and beans at eight ten. And the ethanol plants Boyceville's at three fifty nine for corn. Stanley at three forty nine. In New Richmond at 347. On the dairy side, barrels of cheese ended the day yesterday. Steady at 159, 40 pound blocks at 176. Grade AA butter was down one at 172. Class three milk futures. February is down two at 1701. March down six at 1647. April down 21 at 1618. And May down 17 at 16.30. Those prices are down through the rest of 2020. We have Jerry Clark with us this morning. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Scott. Uh, you took a week off last week. You didn't have the coronavirus, I hope. Well, you know, I was traveling enough in the last few weeks and been in airports. I was getting a little nervous, but uh, <laughs> doctor said, nope, that's uh, just, you know, the good old Wisconsin yeah. cold that we were fighting. What you got to have is uh, the, one of those... Uh, drywalling masks with a welding mask over the top or something, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, they got plenty of masks in the airport right now. Yeah, so that's right. I noticed that. Yep. 
Speaking of uh, good things, you know, Wisconsin was, as we all well know, built kind of on the brewery industry, Mm -hmm. or a good part of it was anyway, and we used to grow a lot of hops in Wisconsin, and we don't grow a lot of hops in Wisconsin, but it's coming back now. Yeah, it's come back over the last uh, few years, um, probably in the last maybe 10, that there's been a little bit more interest. And so each year for the last uh, 10 years now, in the 11th year this year, we'll be having our statewide uh, hops production conference. And it's a uh, extension program that we've put on over the past uh, again, like I said, 11 years and a number of county agents around the state have been part of this project. And so when the craft brewing industry really started to ramp back up in the last few years, um, we, um, those craft brewers want local ingredients. I mean, that's really what right. they hang their hat on. And so, uh, you know, as people started to grow more hops, uh, we didn't have any local data for the most part. I mean, in the past, it was we're borrowing things from Oregon and out west. And our climate is so much different here that growing hops in Wisconsin is much different. So um, now we have more fungicides that are used, and that's the big thing. Downy mildew is probably your number one problem, going to be okay. your pest issue. I, I wonder if they worried about that mildew uh, 120 years ago. Well, that's what drove the industry out. And oh, really? Yes, downy mildew is what ended the industry in Wisconsin. And so that's why oh, it moved wow. to the west where it was a little more arid, a little less um, disease problems. So a, a downy mildew is a disease that gets on the leaves, the cones, kind of infects the whole plant. Okay. And so that's really what drove the industry out. Now with craft brewers coming back in, hops are, are again, popular, or people are interested in growing them. Now they're labor-intensive unless you get fully mechanized, but you have a trellis system. Um, unless you pick them by hand, you know, harvesters are going to be rather expensive or you have to hire someone to come in and or take your binds there to, to have them harvested. So it's not a cheap crop to get into, but right. um, if you ha- hit the quality and have varieties that craft brewers are interested in, um, it can be a viable industry that you can get into. So this um, this conference that we have coming up on Saturday, we've moved it around the state. We had it here in Eau Claire a couple of years ago, um, I believe at the Lazy Monk, and then we moved it over to, we were in Bloomer for a few years at the Bloomer Brewing Company. And so then um, this year it's at New Glarus. So it's not in western Wisconsin, but if you're a spotted cow drinker in that group, this, the New Glarus Brewing Company is where we're going to be at on Saturday. Now, now, just out of curiosity, all of it, because it's a hops conference mm-hmm. and brewers use these, are there samples yes, uh, there available? Is. So yes. that's always a good incentive yes. when, you know, I love my milk and I <laughs> do that, but set up a conference where we're going to... That's, that's the plan. So it is, uh, uh, cost is $50. Uh, that does include lunch and samples. So if people are interested, uh, you know, there's a number of us that uh, you can call Carl Dooley of Buffalo County, myself, Chippewa, uh, Ken Schrader in Buff, uh, uh, Portage County. We've got George Kep down there in Columbia and Bill Halfman in Monroe. Mm-hmm. The six of, or five of us county agents have been part of this project for a number of years. And we've also done quite a bit of research on uh, some of the nitrogen applications. So the production part of it, um, we've done quite a bit of research on. And that's what some of this conference is for, is to show Wisconsin hop growers kind of what we're finding out. And our, our main speaker this year is from Germany. And so we've actually brought someone in that's uh, kind of showing how the industry globally is changing. Um, so a hop produ- producer from Germany is going to be kind of our keynote speaker at this. Well, I know the craft brews, there's a big call for the hoppy kind of mm-hmm. brews. And uh, I'm, I'm not a hoppy kind of guy yeah, myself, yeah. but that's just my personal taste. But a lot of people 
go after that really hoppy flavor. Yeah, and that's the thing is um, that's changed so much with um, the craft industry is that the craft brewing industry is, you know, we uh, part of it is not every year should taste the same. I think that's kind of part of that is, you know, is it mm-hmm. the year? Kind of like grapes with wine. Right. You know, was it a good year? Was it a bad year? But certain varieties will give certain flavors. If you have some uh, production issues uh, with it, um, you know, that could also cause some, some flavoring. But I think we've our, our palates are uh, at the point where we expect um, a certain uh, craft beer to taste the same. So it right. should be the same every year. But if you think about the way a craft beer was maybe 100 years ago, it changed a little bit depending on the growing season. But now I think sure. our palates are um, it's easy to sell that first bottle of beer. It's the second one <laughs> that right, right. Um, it does it taste good and, and does it taste right. the same as the first one and that kind of thing. So um, depending on varieties, that's where the flavoring is going to come in, the aroma. That's all part of the hops. All right. And so we've looked at a number of different varieties. But if anyone's interested in going, I think we still can fit a few more into the conference. So give any of us county agents a call and we can get you the information. All right. And marketing information probably is out there, too. Uh, for the yeah, I that... think if you want to look for the um, more of the contact info, uh, if you go to the Buffalo County Extension website, that's okay. where most of that information is going to be. But any of the agents that I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Portage, Columbia, uh, Monroe, Chippewa, right. and Buffalo, we should be able to get you that information and, pretty easily. And one last quick thing. Yeah. Uh, the soil types are, you know, over here in the mm-hmm. northern driftless end of things. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that do we, how about over like to the east in Clark yeah, County on the flat, undrained soils? Yeah, we've had, um, I think in the Marshfield area, there's a, a couple growers. Uh, again, okay. these aren't large. I mean, you're talking maybe a few, you know, three to five acres, maybe 10 at the most. Uh, mm-hmm. That'd be a big, a big hop yard. So I think statewide, we got 300 um, uh, acres, three to 500, maybe statewide. Um, but a lot of small growers. But yes, yeah, soil type, uh, as long as it doesn't sit in water. You know, I right. think if, as long as it drains, you right. should be okay. All right. Thank you, Jerry. That's some interesting stuff. Thanks. Yep. Hey, Thanks, Jerry Scott. Clark over at the UW Extension Office at Chippewa County, the egg agent over there. I'm wrapping things up. We have hit the milk house here at the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report chores. I'm going to have a sip of my Revolution coffee when I get out of here. Revolution down in Black River Falls, a great place to sit for a cup of coffee any time of the day, and they also have, speaking of craft brews, lots of craft brews there to choose from. We'll talk with you all tomorrow. Be safe doing whatever you're doing out there. What could be better than double-dipped in chocolate? Well, triple-dipped, of course. Every used vehicle at Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane is triple-dipped in chocolate. I'm kidding, but they are triple-inspected. Why? So you know you're getting a more dependable used vehicle. When you buy your next used vehicle, you shouldn't have to worry about spending money on repairs. Now you don't with Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane's worry-free driving coverage. It's like getting a halo over your vehicle. For 12 months or 12,000 miles, we'll cover all wear items including engine, transmission, front and rear axles. Brake pads, tires, bulbs, battery, wiper blades, and drive belts. Plus, you get a lifetime powertrain warranty on most used vehicles. We have used vehicles starting at just $29.99. Because we sell so many new Fords and Lincolns, we always have a great selection of nice locally owned trades. With most used vehicles, you get worry-free driving coverage, no charge. Come to Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane, the corner of I-94 and Highway 93. Wax